This week's episode of Greetings from Storybrooke is brought to you by Dog Boy, Den of Thieves by Bill Meeks. Available now on the Amazon Kindle, iBooks, or for the Barnes & Noble Nook. And find out more at dogboyadventures.com. And yet, here you are, feeling the need to glow. <sighs> Something's missing, isn't it, Gary? Not at all. I have everything I want. Nothing can stop me now. <laughs> Not quite. What does that mean? Now there's a hole in your heart. And someday, you will come to me to fill it. You overestimate your powers of foresight. And you underestimate the price of what you've done. You shall see, you will come to me. Greetings from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie D. Simone. And this is Pan. We also talk about Once Upon a Time. How are you doing, Anne-Marie? Um, good, weirdo. How are you doing? <laughs> I am doing just fine. <laughs> just fine. It's been a while. It's been a really long while. Yeah, we were just talking. It feels like it's been a while since we've even done a podcast here from the old studio because the, the past couple few episodes we've put out have all been oh, over Skype yeah. with guests. So I've been in the other room. <clears throat> I realize that now. Yeah, I think it's been since... Uh, Oh, what was the the name of the episode? Stupid, stupid, stupid Henry. <laughs> stupid, stupid, stupid Henry. But uh, yeah, we're back. We're back this week, as always, to talk talk about Once Upon a Time. Uh, almost over uh, for this half season, anyway. Yeah, two more episodes, I think. Mm-hmm. Two, three, two ish, two ish, two in a couple trailers. So like two point one seven episodes left, okay. which isn't too bad. No, no. Isn't too bad. I, the, we'll we'll talk, obviously talk about it in a minute, but this one kind of, I it almost felt like a finale there for like half a it second. It did. It really did. Actually, I still think it could. I mean, it could have. <laughs> but many of them this um, season have felt like they could be like, you know, a good cliffhanger. Yeah, actually, this finale. one this one felt like it could be a series finale, almost. Like, it, yeah. it was like, it, it almost felt like everybody was about to get their happy ending, minus maybe Regina, but she doesn't really deserve one. Uh, but, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll tell you, you know what, hey, we're, we're, we're leaning there anyway about going in and talking about the whole episode. Why don't we just go ahead and do, uh, you know, the classic, everyone loves it, my rhyming episode summary, and then we'll get into this. You're way too proud it. of this one, just so you know. <laughs> Hashtag save Henry. 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 All in this week's episode. Save Henry. Hashtag. <laughs> save Henry. Finally, we've saved the and kid. They did, kind of. Uh, <laughs> he's safe for the moment well actually uh where he is right now he's probably one of the place. safest places in the world yeah. uh who, uh obviously who needs a body yeah when you have a box <laughs> um but <laughs> I, I you know just off the top of what did you think of the episode overall I loved it mm-hmm. it was awesome it, like i just a you know general idea what did you like about it sorry um <laughs> <laughs> i was caffeinated last night i'm not caffeinated today yeah um I so much happened. We mm-hmm. finally got Henry's well, Henry's backstory. Truly, yeah. Um, I may have become a Regina fan this episode. And, you know, 
I think it was just that mother thing. Yeah, the we whole bond. her struggling with the baby. Oh, I, and like trying to get the baby to quiet down. I was having and flashbacks, and you snap at everybody who tells you anything. I still mm-hmm. do that. And you get so stressed out that you probably make the situation worse. Oh yeah, because <laughs> oh, the baby yeah. can tell that you're you're not a happy camper. No, no, but Especially- but I would really like some of that potion. Like real, she could market that and make bank. Well, I, I, I think I, on Arrested Development they called those forget me nows. Uh, <laughs> I'll take a forget me now. <laughs> no, but we'll, we'll go ahead and. Uh, but wait, what did, what did you think of the episode? I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> I, it wasn't exactly as revolutionary as I was expecting it to be, or uh, revealing as I expected it to be. But overall, I liked it. Uh, we'll go ahead and uh, move into my first point here because this is the one that. I kind of had had the biggest thing is a lot of people were surprised that Regina was just so very nonchalantly able to leave Storybrooke. Uh, Us included, I think. Although uh, we did get someone who said that uh, when Regina and Cora and Hook were running around last season, Uh that uh, Regina might have said something to that effect, which we totally could have forgotten. I know. I mean, us forget something that was said? <laughs> Never. But I, I just remember always having it in the back of my head. How did Henry get there since no one could leave and everything? But I guess they never – I don't recall a time where they ever said specifically that Regina couldn't leave. She wasn't under the curse. Yeah, she wasn't cursed. So Just like August wasn't mm-hmm. cursed. Yeah, and but – Emma and Henry – Mm-hmm. These are the only people we saw cross before, so it yeah, yeah. makes sense. Yeah, but uh, you know, I, there was a lot of reaction I saw on Twitter and Facebook uh, the night the night it aired and everything, basically saying like, "How did she leave?" What did... and I, you know, the more I thought, and I kind of felt that way at first too. Like, oh, you know, we we've yeah. been building this episode over our heads as kind of like. How did that happen? Uh, basically, she just went to Boston. Yeah, she just walked across the, the Storybrooke line. Pretty sure she drove. Yeah, probably. She's a classy broad. Although, you know, one thing that it did occur to me that was a little asynchronous with this episode, and it might just be just like one of those little plot holes that they missed, but it, wouldn't you think that Sidney Glass would have remembered Emma when she came to town if he had done all that this research on finding out who she was and everything? Yes! You, you, you know, because uh, Regina took the potion to forget, but Sidney Glass didn't. Uh-huh. And you know, because he he had to dig into her background uh, during the right. sheriff's the race for the sheriff's office that was a total uh-huh. sham, obviously according to Regina from a few episodes back. But yeah, that, that's just one thing that popped in my head. It might just be a little plot hole, and I'm not too upset about it because we did get a little Giancarlo Esposito. Glass. You know, that's yeah. all that matters. Yeah, even if he's just doing some voiceover, we need like a full physical appearance from him, though. He, it's been way it's too leaning long. that way, though. Yeah, it's definitely leaning that way. Maybe they're trying to gauge the reaction. Well, if you're <laughs> listening, we like it. Bring him back. Yes, a little more bit. Sydney Glass. More please. Sydney Glass, please. Oh, excuse me. Um, <laughs> sort of going with that whole Regina being a mothery thing. Um, mm-hmm. Pan does a lot of talking about mothers and how mothers feel and understanding a mother's love. Mm-hmm. Where's Rumple's mother? No idea. Where's well Pan's mother? Like those are never mentioned like never mentioned mentioned it's yeah. all about the father maybe maybe rumples his own mother oh see now you're just being ridiculous <laughs> it's not west virginia no no that's the way the kind of the relationships go on this show it though, really it? is it's... oh what, what was it i i remember i was thinking about the show you know a few days ago or something and i almost somehow connected it to where some character was their own grandfather oh yeah because because of the mind transfer thing Henry is his own grandpa, like the song. 
or well, great grandpa, I guess, but still awkward. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I just would love to know where Rumple. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm going to assume that she just passed on. Yeah, yeah, that's sort of in that day and age that was not an uncommon situation. And, and also, or might was lead she a man- spinster? Like, how do you mean? One of the spinsters. Oh, one of the mm-hmm. ladies that uh, Pan left that we have, with. Yeah, yeah. That we still haven't, re- we haven't, we still haven't returned back to. I it, mean, it's been a whole two weeks. It might have happened last episode. It was. <laughs> it was. It really was. Um, yeah, but that would yeah. be interesting. And, and I like, uh, you know, the whole uh, Pan focus. He just has on, such on a mothers focus. and stuff, too. Because that's, that again ties back into the original character, too, who kind of had a, a thing Mommy. with being abandoned by, abandoned by his mom, actually, if I remember correctly. Like, did his so. mom, like, leave the pram in a gutter or something like that? Probably. Hmm. I believe. Me. I believe I can fly. Now, uh, something else that was kind of interesting in this episode that uh, was that Regina learned about Emma, about her being the savior, even who she was, what her name was, and that she was Henry's mother, and she chose to forget it. Now, what did you think about that? Because she really couldn't. She couldn't enjoy Henry mm-hmm. knowing that. But she are. Do you think it was just a combination of that and the fact that she already had like a, a really strong attachment to him? Because I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't think she had that strong attachment yet. Well, my thinking was, you know, after uh, once you find out that it's like the grandson of your mortal enemy, right. you know, yeah, you're probably going to be like, eh, maybe, maybe push it aside. But uh, still, I thought it, it 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 was interesting that she decided to keep him and everything. I I, I think I'm it, glad she did. Think she was kind of a kind of, kind of subscribing to the idea of fate, and it was all leading towards something, right? Too, uh, which might have helped. Well, you sort of have to believe mm-hmm. in that, or where, what's that going to get you? Yeah, especially in this world, fate is mm-hmm. a big deal. But so oh. is Mister Gold. <laughs> Although didn't uh, didn't when she was talking to Baby Henry there at oh. the end, what she was saying, especially she even said once upon a time yeah it almost reminded me of the storybook which makes me think that maybe regina i have something on that later do you not in my points but in well we'll just bring it in because it was just a tweet okay um from lisa rutledge um sorry if i'm butchering your name (laughs) um she said i think regina's no worries potion created the storybook I could definitely see that, it's or maybe perfect, or, may, or maybe even something that that's just kind of a little bit of foreshadowing that Regina's going to be involved in the creation of the book some way, even if that wasn't the event that did it. Yeah. Although, you know, she was working on that wooden box, and the glass kind of disappeared into it. I think, if I remember correctly, I was a little distracted on my second watch through, though, so I could be wrong. Uh, but yeah, I could, and I know we're supposed to get the origin of the book at some point this season. They said Is that it this season. Uh, yeah, they are said we that. sure? Just like we were going to get eleven in a row. Well, they said. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did say both things at uh, the Comic Con or, so or New York Comic Con this summer. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll get the cover. Um, so, Mister Gold, mm-hmm. dude, dude knew something. There's no way. That he didn't retain everything. I mean, something. I think the seer yeah, in the flashback. You mean? Yeah, I mm-hmm. think the um, the seer in him was too strong mm-hmm. to completely wipe all of those memories. Yeah, well, kind of what I got the impression of was that. Well, I mean, he was you know behind the curse too. So obviously he probably designed it this way, but I kind of got the sense that he he didn't know the the or he knew the what he knew what needed to happen, what he needed actions he needed to take to accomplish things, but he didn't know why. He just had 
kind kind of uh, you know th- through the design of the curse or whatever or the implementation he built of it, it in. he he built it into where he would at least be doing the right things to get closer to leaving Bay. Storybrooke to try and find Bay even if he didn't know why just kind of by intuition yeah so so yeah but you could definitely see it in his eyes there you could see he knew something. And just like the context of the scene was weird if he didn't know something, just because if, if you know, someone you knew came in saying that sort of stuff I and you had no idea about it and it all sounded like gibberish to you, you, w- you wouldn't react the way he reacted, w- right. w- which was kind of calm, cool, collected. Right. Classic season one, Mr. Gold. Yeah, it was nice to see season one gold again. Yeah, it's it's been nice in this flat these mm-hmm. storybook flashbacks to get that. Although you know what I noticed because I I went back uh, this past weekend and rewatched the Beauty, Beauty and the Beast episode. Oh, and thanks for the invite. <laughs> but uh, the Mister Gold of season one was much more kind of a I don't know almost mafia like where the season or the Mister yeah. Gold of this season is more almost soap opery. Well, let's just – we have to go there. And I, I, I just mean in the sense – well, actually, we haven't got to see that gold that much this season, but like the latter half of season two, too. But he he kind of had more of a soap opery kind of presence, kind of like a Stefano from Days of Our Lives or something like that. Wow. Instead of uh, kind, kind of like the mafia feeling you got off him the first season there. Got to love a good mafia feel. Got to love a Days of Our Lives reference, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure some people out there will get that. I'm sure they will. Also an ABC property. You looked up a specific one, didn't you? No, no, I actually this, – this is uh, my badge of shame. True I, confessions. No, I actually about, – for about a year, I kept up pretty regularly on Days of Our Lives. If you guys remember when um, there was the whole thing with the twin with the funky teeth Don't that had the baby. Twins? Suzanne, I think her name was. Uh, yeah. I watched Passions. There was magic and midgets. <laughs> That's all we needed. Maybe we should do a special episode about soap <laughs> operas. Very special soap operas. Okay, speaking anyway, of soap anyway, operas, uh, this so doesn't have anything to do soap with soup op- so, soup we- operas. Soup operas. Ooh, chicken noodle. <laughs> chicken noodle. Soup opera. I'm going to have to cut him off here in a minute. <laughs> okay, anyway, Tank's fairy dust. I thought it was very interesting that she got it. Um, what, what do you think she's going to use it for? And also, where, where did Wendy get it? I think or when did Wendy get it? Because it doesn't seem like Pan would let her near that his special spot, you know. Yeah, but you know, if you go back to the classics, Pan and Wendy had a very close relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, she was there looking for Bay. Who knows what that, what happened with all that? They might have had some time where he took her there. Yeah. Yeah. He may, I mean, you know, looking for a mother for all of the boys. Who knows? Yeah, and, and Who knows what's going on there? But, <laughs> I mean, she obviously was in the tree. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she, she said she'd had it for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And you, you got to wonder why she didn't – she never tried to use it before. Well, she, no, she said she couldn't use it. Oh, she couldn't she use it. She has no magic. Well, but d- then she's the keeping it from Pan. Isn't the only thing that's required to use it is that you believe – isn't that the deal with the pixie dust? Because remember, Henry used it um, to fly. Yeah, but he he does have the heart. Of he the has the heart of the truest believer. believer. He's a little magical. Let's. Yeah. Would you like to go down the genealogy he, again? He has a lineage. We'll yes. <laughs> yeah, it's in his DNA. No, but there's definitely a story there. Um, there's a lot of stories on Neverland. Okay, mm. as much as I am all pro, let's get the hell out of Neverland. <laughs> and I'm quoting, so we can't get mad. Um. I want Neverland backstories. Mm. 
I I could I mean, can we get some mini episodes or something at least giving me some what has happened on this island for hundreds of yeah, years? Yeah, I want to see I want to see how Wendy got back there and I want to see Wendy how Tank what Bay did while Hook, he was there. Bay, there are so many stories yeah. to be told. Give us one good rip-roaring pirate adventure with Peter Pan and I'll Hook take and, it. Yeah, I'll take it. Give everyone. me and Bay and and yeah. the rest. And even and the rest. We do that all the time, and I can't get peaked on that, didn't I? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. It's all right, though. Sorry. No, but I, uh, so, yeah, hopefully they'll, they'll get back to that. But what do you think it's going to be used for? Because obviously, Sorry. Yeah, we're it, it, it's, uh, you know, Hedda Gabler, the revolver in the drawer. It's yeah, going to be used be- probably before the end of the half season, I'm sure. Fairy tale in. Yeah, that's my thinking, too. My thinking is that since Tink and Regina are close, Regina's going to convince Tinkerbell to send everyone back to Fairytale Land, minus her and Henry. That's my theory right now, because I think in this episode especially, you saw – well, one, you saw that Regina has no regrets about anything that's happened because it got, got her, her Henry. Son. And now that she has him back and he's safe. To the best of her knowledge. And the only thing that seems to have been threatening him is this whole relationship with the other side of the family. <laughs> you know, Which I, is actually her side of the family. It's complicated. It's complicated. <laughs> but, uh, you, you know, I, I'm thinking I, I could definitely see like a mid-season finale where she sends all of them back to fairytale land. Or Tink and the fairy – maybe something because wasn't um, – Tattoo. Tattoo. Robin Hood. Thank you. Regina's other true love. Yeah, was still over there, too. And so. still active. Mm-hmm. Alive. He's kicking. Living in Rumpel's castle. <laughs> Probably not <laughs> anymore. Um, so maybe it'll actually... I'm telling you, she pulled me to the other side. Maybe Regina gets a happy ending. <laughs> <gasps> Who am I? See, I don't know, though, just because... the. We, the fact that she said she had no regrets she for had anything no... she's done. Yeah, she's done a lot. Think, think. What, what about that village of all the people that oh, were protecting village. Snow and she killed everybody? Oh, she killed everybody. Wah, wah, and they're constantly wah. pushing too for Regina to have have a happy ending or to be redeemed or something, which is why I don't think it's ever going to happen. I don't think it okay. could, I don't know. I don't think it could ever happen definitively because there's always because okay, you know it won't I would be almost 100% say one hundred percent happy mm-hmm. ending like Snow and Charming eventually are going to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Oh yeah, that's something we should definitely. Uh, we'll go ahead and mention it right we'll here. It Congratulations to uh, Jenny Goodwin mm-hmm. and Josh Dallas who are expecting a little. Uh, well, not an Emma, but no, not quite an Emma. As much as she loves Emma. She, she, she wants, wants another baby. baby. <laughs> and amazing, she uh, announced that pregnancy shortly thereafter. Yeah, I know because it's weird because if you think about it, you know, that the episode with the Whisper Cave or whatever, that was shot right around the time She'd she probably have, gotten have found pregnant. out. And they probably announced it right around the time she would have started showing around right now. So Just I don't know. Could that plot say. point have been inspired by a real life event? Who knows? Who knows? But probably. <laughs> let's all just definitely. Let's just admit it to ourselves. They're not going to cover this one up. That's gold. That yeah. is TV gold, mm-hmm. and it's going to fall right in line with <laughs> filming for the second season. Yeah, and it also second can, half. it also kind of works a little thematically with what they're doing with Emma and yeah, stuff too. Like, so perhaps it was planned. And they also feel they also feel it feels feel? like they're doing a lot of. Uh, 
whatchamacallit, kind of like going towards like giving ev- people second chances and stuff this right. season too, which that would give them that a second them chance a second. to raise a kid that's not a messed up, crazy, whacked out. They shipped her off thief, in a tree. <laughs> had a baby in prison. <laughs> Yeah, like what do you? What did you want from her? I mean, tonight tonight is a judgmental what? about Emma. Judgmental night. Bill night. Um. Anyway, so Regina. Emma was this waste toy in ta- Tallahassee running oh, around with for this loser. The love, drink your magic juice and let me talk. Okay. So Regina. Okay, like I said, there, she's kind of pulling me over with the whole mother thing. She actually, it felt like she had real emotions, mm-hmm. like. Real, real ones. Like at the end with the, the covering the heart and no one will take your heart again. She had panic, which is something we usually, <laughs> you usually don't see that. Regina. And her crying be like, he's all I have. And, mm-hmm. and you kind of realize, yes, yep, yep. Everybody's got at least a little something else and you've got Henry. But unfortunately, Henry also has X, Y, Z, A, B, C, D. Like he has like 17 other people. Yeah, 17 other just parents. <laughs> Not parents, even counting other people. Parents like and grandparents. Not counting grandparents, aunts, <laughs> uncles, and all that stuff. Hope to be stepdads. Yeah, it's like 16 billion. Yeah, but we, we actually saw – yeah, I think I already mentioned that, that we saw her panicked. Yeah, <laughs> she was panicked. And like even when – at the very end when Gold says, you did a good job raising him. Mm-hmm. It, it, that was good on both of them because you could see her be like, heck yeah, I did. <laughs> but also Gold was kind of – kind of jealous mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but really he in the end he actually did a good job raising baby because basic good dude yeah yeah Just saying but uh, anyway y- you know anyway. Th- this episode definitely made me homesick for story you were never too. gonna learn to spell neil <laughs> no i'm not i promise now i think to. you're doing it on purpose maybe like mm-hmm. i do with your name let's not talk about uh, that <laughs> i know but i, I this isn't on the points list but it, this episode made me really homesick for storybrook yeah like especially with archie and everything i know it was so nice to see like though. the therapy yeah oh the oh the, though you got to think like i so it's still groundhog day basically in storybrook right yeah. so basically she has a therapy session with him every day that he forgets that's fun uh <laughs> And this baby's disappeared. See that that I think mm. is the weirdest part is that this baby just appeared in Storybrooke. Well, I'd imagine after the after it showed up, they ju- that just became part of the everyday right. stuff that was happening in Storybrooke. But it'll be nice. Uh, you, you know, we'll talk about the preview in a little bit here. But there were definitely going back next week. Obviously, from the end of this episode to, to, to SB. To <laughs> I'm going back to SB to SB. To SB. We're singing a lot I'm today. I'm so to sorry. In a pirate ship. Um. <laughs> okay, so. I feel like a fool. Okay. <laughs> Par for the course. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought it was, speaking of Neil, though, um, I thought it was really nice. It seems like he's finally forgiving Rumple. Papa. Or <laughs> Papa. <laughs> yeah, it, you came back for me. It was, You're it was not like him. The killer line. You came back for me. Yeah, I think I think maybe it was just a, a point of comparison. I'm just reading. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah he, he saw how bad he could have had it with Peter Pan, you know, and he was like, whew, I got off lucky with the dark one. Man, I could have had a real bad guy. <laughs> Instantly back to Henry. Henry, I will always be here for you. You do not have to worry about anything. Little does he know he's talking to his grandfather. Mm-hmm. Awkward. No, but it was really nice to see that after the big struggle that we've had with Bay, like – not with both of Rumble. them, really. They've both been hard-headed with it all. Yeah, it, 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 I, 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 I hope to see them having some happy times. Uh, you know, one or two, at least a couple. Yeah, yeah. Okay, 
So let's talk about this adoption agency for a hot second. Okay. I, I thought I it thought is it, not that easy to adopt a baby. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought adopting a kid was like a very difficult thing that How required they, tons of documentation, paperwork, interviews, interviews with people visits. you know, yes, all that stuff. It does. Mm-hmm. It does totally. Nope, not in Boston. I don't know. Maybe okay, okay. Ooh. I was gonna say maybe it's Mr. Gold pulling some strings, but then uh, Michael and John come in and they're about and to. And they get obviously them. didn't have any backgrounding. <laughs> maybe. Bear with me on this. Mm-hmm. It's something – it's sort of a magical front adoption agency. Go with it. Sort of – well, we have the dragon over in the Chinas. Ah. There's other – you know there's got to be others. There's other agent magical beings yes. in the world. I, I could see that. I could – I mean only – especially if both Rumpel and John, John and Michael or as they call them, mm-hmm. glasses and – Both had um, ends there. Yeah. They both had ends there. Mm-hmm. The guy, the guy from the adoption agency, he was good though. I liked him. He was good, but he felt he felt like he he knew. felt more than just like he's some not guy just that guy. A, yeah, he wasn't that. He he's got something going on. I he was too good an actor to just be a bit part. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But I think mm-hmm. I don't think we're done there. I don't Fair think enough. we're done there. Yeah, anyway. but it, it did seem kind of lax. Just it a, seemed entirely but, but to see if that's the case, everybody'd be adopting. <laughs> it was also kind of interesting to see that John and Michael were kind of Pan's agents in the real world, even back then. The, that would have been what? 11 years 11 ago. 11 years ago, yeah. Because Henry was a baby. He was a cute baby. And now now he's the, the most 16 year old looking 11 year old I've ever seen. I know. <laughs> Aren't we going to talk about that too? Yeah, we are. But uh, first, you, you had a, a point about. Uh, nope. The Pandora's box and Neil. Oh. About how Neil okay. could open it. I didn't catch this on my first watch through, mm-hmm. nor my second, but I wa- saw it while he was finishing up watching. Because I saw on probably the Twitter, somebody was like, How did Bay know how to open Pandora's box? Mm-hmm. And that just sort of stuck with me. And I was thinking to myself, Big Red Jewel on top, push it. Yeah, that's what I assumed. Big Red Jewel. I button. assumed it. And then as we're sitting there, I heard uh, Rumple open it saying blood magic works both ways father mm. i was like and i grabbed the paper and pen out of his hand and scribbled blood magic all <laughs> over it um but yeah mm. this is not our first blood magic this season yeah but and now the- at this point we have four people involved in this blood magic mm-hmm. yeah and i'm glad i'm glad they said something about it too because i totally would have forgotten that the box operated on blood magic, right. uh, basically. So yeah, that makes sense why Neil could open it. And I also wondered if it might have something to do with the body switch. Yeah, because you know, since they're related, maybe that somehow eased was, the transition. Or like maybe I don't know, Pan knew some sort of like weird like thing to throw in the circuit <laughs> to kind of like switch reverse it or something. It also totally could have been the shadow too, or, or like somehow manipulating Henry's shadow. Yeah. Too, but uh, you, you know, you could definitely see the moment. But we when saw it happened. the moment. Yeah, because you see the flash in the eyes. Yeah, but uh, very, very interesting. I, I'm wondering if that might factor into it at all. And uh, but uh, speaking of the switch, though, <laughs> the body, the body swap, the body swap, uh, which is, uh, you know, for for me being a comic book fan, that's pretty standard stuff. Well, but somebody always switches. It's Freaky Friday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, I'm wondering, and this this is a kind of a theory, the big theory I came out of this episode with. I love it. I think that Robbie, what is it, Robbie, Robbie K, K, who plays Peter Pan, from here on out, will be Henry. Will be Henry, love and it. that 
uh, they're going they're they're going to send old Henry out to pastures by giving him a nice juicy villain role for the last couple episodes of as of possessed Pan. Henry with right. with Pan's thing in it because just because of the age factor he's aging out of his character yeah. way too he's been eleven for three years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that isn't the age that you can just chill at. Yeah, and that's a major like. There's such a difference, even really between the beginning of this season. Oh yeah, yeah. The voice starts changing. (laughs) He starts shooting up. But see, Robbie K is like what? He's like sixteen, seventeen, something. But he he has he has a few solid years, probably. You know how long the series is going to run? Where he's he's going to he's going to look pretty much the same age. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so they they can get away with it a bit more from him. I, I think it's a clever way to get around the. Oh, what's the? the they always refer to it with Lost. What was it? The Walt problem. The problem with the kid. I don't know. Uh, pe- again, people out there Lost. who've watched Lost will know what I'm. Everyone talking about. but us. Um, <laughs> but it also his um, Robbie K's past that point where he's going to have like a crazy growth spurt. Mm-hmm. Even if his facial, you know, his face is going to change. Whatever. Yeah. Voice may change a little bit. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to have – he's not going to grow three inches in a season or something where, yeah, yeah. little Mr. Henry is still going to do that. Plus, I don't think we're getting out of this half season without Pan being soundly defeated. And yeah, Robbie has been the very pre- well received by the fandom. Probably, so Yeah, he really has. So, I, but I, some I, people hate him though. Really? I've seen the Twitter hate and you know what? People back off the dude. He's a good <laughs> actor. Sorry he got the villain. Yeah, but that's we're trying a- to redeem him. That's that's uh, my big theory coming out of this episode is yeah. that Robbie will be playing Henry from here on out. Uh, I'd love to hear what people think about that, actually. So yeah. if you want to write in, uh, you can tweet me at Bill Meeks. Uh, the show account is GF Storybrook, or you can write in uh, greetings from Storybrook at gmail dot com. I care too. I'm at AMD Simone. <laughs> no, don't um, write her. Apparently, Team Marie isn't allowed to care about these types of things. Also, side note: not in anything. Oh, good. We're almost there anyway. <laughs> um, we're headed back to Storybrooke. We, the teams are going to start again. You think so? Oh, oh yeah. Because yeah. there's always There's always already snippets. Emma Did you was, notice? Emma was like, I'm not going to make out with anyone else until we save my son. <gasps> Once we do, I'm going to make out with everyone. So No. No, she is not a college freshman. It was close to that. It was close. No. We, no one, once we do, we'll figure out who I'm going to make out with, I think was the basic gist of it. I don't think she's she doesn't know how to handle people fighting over her either. <laughs> Let's be honest, she's been an orphan mm-hmm. her whole life. She don't know what's up. Really, she didn't realize how much she had until Regina pointed it out. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm just saying, I'm gonna call it next week. The shipping war. We're back, back on. on, which is good. I, I want to go out on some good shipping war stuff Team for Amory. sure. Hashtag, Team Bill Meeks. Hashtag, hashtag Team, Team Bill Meeks. Show your love, people. Show your love. <laughs> Okay, and you have um, one point to wrap this up My one here. last thing. Why the did they leave Henry alone? I'm sorry. Put a lost boy on him or something. <laughs> Give him some, hey, someone to talk to. But who's going to leave the kid alone? Well, they were busy fashioning the shadow into a sail um, or yeah. something. Uh, what was Snow doing? She was passing out gruel. <laughs> like, also, where did the food come from? There was magically this, like, well, magic. We're on Neverland. Never I was, mind. They imagined it. They um. believed it was there, and suddenly there were chicken legs in soup. It was that, that was a big scene in Hook, right? Where they imagined their dinner. I love that scene. The Dayglo scene. food. Unfortunately, this wasn't Dayglo food. Or the gogurt. All, all the bowls filled with gogurt. Bowls. Uh. Cool whip. 
Um, <laughs> but why'd they leave him alone? That well, bothers me so bad. Well, I think Regina, you know, she cast the protection spell and she was, like, she was like, she was like, eh, he's good. He'll be good. No one can get his heart. And that's what they want from him. They're not going to kill him because then no heart, lo- no heart. Okay. Well, as a mother, mm-hmm. um, my kids threw a traumatic thing. I haven't seen him. Well, in a week, <laughs> but well, uh, I, th- I think she, she kind of went out on deck to kind of supervise the whole stretching well, the to, shadow out. No, into- she had to do it. Yeah. Yeah. She had to do it. But. I, I think I I have I mean, a feeling she, I have a feeling all the able-bodied adults wanted to be out there just in case something went happened. south there. And I can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I'm just confused. <laughs> How vicious was it though when Pan reached into his back and was like, ugh, ugh, trying to <laughs> like it was it's like, stuck. what are you doing to me? <laughs> oh, poor little Henry. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. Yeah, so. Good episode. Good but, episode. And yeah, like we said at the top too, uh, the ending of this episode, it just felt so like a hunky dory, happy dappy kind Boop-a-doop-a-doop. of. Everybody's happy. This and is the great big then... ha- Disney happy ending. Dun dun dun. Mind switch. Mind swap. Are you sure you're not hungry, Felix? <laughs> Pretty good episode, though. Pretty darn good episode. So. So. Anne-Marie. Bill. Out of 12 metropolitan adoption agencies with low standards, <laughs> how many metropolitan adoption agencies with low standards do you give this episode? 11 and a broken copier. Why? <laughs> um, because it was awesome. I feel like seriously this ep- or this season, I don't think I've given anything low. There's mm-hmm. been no haterade. You know, as I always say, there's always room for improvement. Nothing is perfect except for the Doctor Who 50th anniversary special. <laughs> um, Which, if you haven't uh, listened, we did a should, special episode on listen, that. You should catch that. Uh, We're probably going to do a Christmas. Episode, yes. Which, if you didn't notice, we passed uh, 50, 50 episodes. And we ah, thanked we – 52. Th- if you didn't listen to it because – Or like our 50th Doctor episode because you didn't like Doctor Who, we thanked all of you. Very we did, much. thank you. And if you didn't listen to our 51st episode because it was about Wonderland, it's okay. We're going to thank you again here in our 52nd <laughs> episode. Thank you. Because if you – I'm sitting in a dirty office recording a podcast about Once Upon a Time. It's not that dirty. It's just disorganized. Okay. I dusted. That's right. You had company. <laughs> I don't count anymore. Anyway, so how many broken – no, not broken. Shady, metropolitan. metropolitan. A- adoption agencies yeah, that. with low standards. Yes, that. How many you got? I'll give it 10. Oh. Just because I was really, really hyped for this episode because I thought there were going to be some big revelations about the nature of the curse because of uh, – The leaving? In overthinking of a certain concept on my part, I think really – and that's the thing with the whole Regina leaving Storybrooke thing. I think a lot of people, a lot of fans were just overthinking it. Yeah. And it, it it was way simpler than it appeared to be. But I give it 10 just because it didn't meet my expectations, but my expectations were founded on a pile of lies. Okay. So, yeah. So we have two more episodes. And I pile have, of lies. There it is. Pile of lies. Uh, that's, that's the episode title. No. Oh, come on. No. Okay. Hashtag. Ha- hashtag pile of lies. Um, <laughs> no, but I, two, two more episodes and the big break, but uh, – very good stuff, and I'm looking forward to see what happens next week when we get back to Storybrooke. But we'll talk about that in, a in minute. just a minute. 
But before we move on, I'd like to uh, go ahead, and, like we do every week, and thank Audible for sponsoring this week's episode of Greetings from Storybrooke. Thank you, Audible. And uh, for you, the listeners of Greetings from Storybrooke, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Now, Audible's great. If you're not familiar with them, basically you go there, get an audiobook, you throw it on your your iPhone, your iPad, your Android device, your creative... Your flip phone. Your flip phone. Uh, well, I, your Razor. I think they do support some flip phones. They Seriously? Uh, they support a ton of old MP3 players if you have one of those laying around. I think they have a, I think they have a desktop app even. I could be wrong on that. But, and then, you know, Way you just – you can listen to your audiobook on the go while you're jogging, while you're driving. <laughs> jogging. Sorry. <laughs> while you're flying through the air in a pirate ship with a sail made out of a shadow voiced by Marilyn Manson. Uh, you know, uh, and, you know, you can get uh, but other stuff done. That you don't have to think about while you're listening to your audiobook. And like we like to do every week, we like to give you a suggestion for your free audiobook. Yep, uh, yep, now, yep. my suggestion this week, uh, two tie-ins, two fairy tale tie-ins. A bit of a spoiler. Here. Spoiler? Oh, yeah. A bit of, yeah, it's a bit of a spoiler. Well, no, it's just a collection of fairy tales. No spoilers or anything. It's called Rapunzel and Other Classics of Childhood. <laughs> <laughs> and it's read by Robbie Benson, who, as we all know, was the voice of the Beast in Beauty and the Beast, and Dudley Moore, who, as we all know, was the voice of the alcoholic in Arthur. <laughs> and, uh, Amory, what's your uh, recommendation this My week? recommendation is Catching Fire by Suzanne Collins. I've never heard of that. Tell me more. Yes, you have. <laughs> <laughs> it's is that second. part of the the the, the those hung, hunger the, games the hungry games yes the hungry games they the all like games. rule no um yeah it's the second book in the hunger games trilogy that came out um the past couple weeks mm-hmm. and yeah, i want to i want to see the movie i haven't seen i saw the first movie i loved the movie it's, oh it's just I amazing need to, i need, you need to, to read, read the books, books too you really need to read the book you know it, or it, you should maybe there's these audio um, audiobooks. audiobooks you know if only, if only I, I don't know if easy. I want to. Yeah, I don't know if I want to commit to a monetary commitment to it. I wonder if only there was some place who would give me a free audiobook so I could try it out, see what it's like. I've got you covered. Do you to download your free audiobook today? Go to audibletrial.com/storybrook. Again, that's audibletrial.com/storybrook for your free audiobook. Wow, I'm going to do that right now. Isn't that easy? Audibletrial.com/storybrook. I'm already there. I'm typing. I'm typing. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> you hear listen. the typing? I'm typing. While I'm typing, why don't we go ahead and talk about the news? So now, on to the news. News. I'm going to always think of Snow Bunny when I do that. Now, just saying. Oh yeah, she loves it. Okay, so I, as usual, we'll open with the ratings. Now, uh. Returning after this week's pre or the prior week's preemption for the AMAs, ABC's Once Upon a Time surged fifty eight percent over its adult eighteen to forty nine lead in to rank as Sunday's number one scripted broadcast. Once Upon a Time held steady with its two week delivery in adults eighteen to forty nine, while gaining fifteen percent in adults eighteen to thirty four to match a four week high since eleven three thirteen. So they did good. Yeah, they done good. They done good. Be- best performance since early November. Right. So excellent, that's good. good job. Once upon a time, we like that. Although I, 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 I think the main show is pretty safe. Yeah, well, let's not even get into that again. <laughs> so, oh yeah. By the way, uh, if you listen to our last Wonderland episode, we talked a lot about how it was going we to be ending wrong. at the half season, I, and then I think the, we were. I think the date because we recorded it early, and then the day we published it was was the Tuesday after the. 
or everything came out last Tuesday. Yeah. Before, uh, before the Thanksgiving thing. Then Adam Horowitz was tweeting everywhere, and then it came out that they're going to be doing pretty much the entire next half. They're, yeah, they're going to be they're doing – Like another eight episodes or yeah. something, isn't it? So, so plenty of more things I was wrong. Hold on. Let me say this. I <laughs> was wrong. I will never say that again. But <laughs> to my credit, there was no evidence anywhere that it was going past this half season. Mm. Nowhere. I couldn't find a title, a date, a clip, anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even I, on ABC's No, one, no one's going to fault you for that. Because in, 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 the internets will fall. The reason it exploded like it did over Adam's Twitter and everything else is because everyone was assuming what we were assuming right. was that it was going to be wrapping up. Then they never published anything. And here it's coming back the same week, I believe, as once. Which I'm, I'm assuming that means that they didn't know until the, the last minute. <laughs> that they were going to do that. Because you'd, you'd think they'd put that out on Front Street a little more. You know, we're going to have a lot of episodes of Wonderland coming your way. Right. Like they should have. I mean, we've been talking this these problems since like episode three. Mm-hmm. So anyway, anyway, so and uh, let's on see. to the actual news. KSiteTV.com. I and, uh, again, you can get links to all of these stories at uh, in the show notes at greetingsfromstorybrook.com. But KSiteTV.com has, and I saw these via Rebecca from Operation yes. Cobra Cast. So uh, give her credit, obviously. Credit. But a, a lot of. Uh, set shots from next week's episode and you see a lot of people standing on on the uh, pier there in Storybrooke. He's coming home. <laughs> Just kind of being all happy, reuniting, everybody talking. I see a uh, Charming and Grumpy and Hook standing there just like hanging out like, hey, what's up? Granny and Snow hugging and or no, Granny and Henry hugging. It's hard to tell they have the same hair. You know, grandmother, grandson. Uh <laughs> Okay. Okay. But yeah, if you want to check them out, there's like 40 pictures there. Uh, I'd like to describe more of them to you, but unfortunately, they they don't have a view all pictures thing. You have to click next over and over again, and the site's running kind of slow. But definitely go check them out. There's some good pictures. Also, can we just mention that next week's episode is called The New Neverland? Dun, 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 dun. So that's interesting. Yes, very much so. Oh, also. Seeing as how we're leaving Neverland. And this is a little spoilery, but there are pictures of Ariel and Eric. In, in the set from K-Site TV. But it's well. the news, so you expect us to be spoiler heat. Exactly. Exactly. Don't complain. Okay, we have, a, a, oh, we have another casting one. news. Casting. This is exciting. Yes. Because, I mean, this just came across. Yeah, this was just today, wasn't it? Yep. Yep. But yep. Uh, you want to take care of it or do you want me to? You got it. You found it. Okay, uh, Once Upon a Time exclusive. Uh, find out who will let down her hair as Rapunzel. This is from TVLine.com. Again, the link will be in our show notes. Uh, but things will get a bit hairy on Once Upon a Time when the har, ABC har, drama har. introduces its take on Rapunzel. In filling the iconic role, TV Line has learned exclusively will be the ill-fated originals witch, Alexandra Metz. Which, uh, interesting choice. Let's just be honest. She is not your typical... She is not the tangled... She's not tangled. Rapunzel. No, no. Like I, uh, I, I actually can't figure out her ethnicity. Like I, I, I want to say, you know, she she's a- African American, but um, I feel like there's something else in it. Like her skin mm-hmm. is uh, looks like it has a different tone yeah, to but it. But basically, it's not, it's not the what you would expect, which would be the classic, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes, <laughs> Disney princess. She like Rapunzel looks was entangled a lot more. Okay, her hair is a lot like the Mother Gothel 
character in Tangled. I'm sure she'll have some uh, oh, yeah. extensions of some yeah. sort. Yes. But it's, you know, the big, black, curly, poofy. Mm-hmm. It's very pretty. She's a very beautiful girl. Yeah. You, you just we'll a, see her next half of the season. Yeah. Just an interesting choice. Like, I, 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 like, I like non-traditional casting, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I well, really, because Rapunzel's so recent too, that it doesn't have that big of a cash in you know the viewers' minds. Yes, like, it so, does with Tangled. But I mean, but, but not not like Cinderella or Snow White or even Ariel. Like there there aren't many people watching Once Upon a Time who were introduced to Rapunzel through a Disney movie when they were kids. Well, that's true. Like all, like all the other characters. <laughs> that's very true. So I, I'm saying, uh, if if any of the Disney princesses are ripe for them to kind of you know play around with a little bit in the casting, uh, Rapunzel's definitely one of them. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Okay, okay. that's all I'm saying. Got you. Okay, let's see here. Any? Oh, and the we preview. have the preview. Let's see here. Yes. But basically, yeah, we see them coming back uh, in the flying pirate ship to Storybrooke and everyone's saying hi. Reuniting. I wonder what happens with the, um, the shadow sail. Yeah, that's what I was – actually, one of the, my complaints from this week's episode was that we didn't – we only got that one episode with Manson. I don't think like, he's done either. Yeah, now that that shadow sails back in Storybrooke, that could yeah. that could be something. Especially considering the episode's called New Neverland, and we know that he's the guy who hatched the whole plan for Peter Pan to become Peter Pan anyway, for some reason that we still don't know about. Right. And now he's in Storybrooke. That's mm-hmm. interesting. And I also uh, – one thing I wanted to point out about the promo mm-hmm. is that uh, they kind of make a point to say that uh, – that The old, old grudges are back. Yeah, the old rivalry between Regina and Snow is going to come back into the picture, which actually is part of the reason I kind of thought yeah. that maybe uh, Regina might be sending everyone back. And right. It, so her and Henry can live happily ever after. Henry won't be happy. <laughs> At first, until she uh, puts some him, sort of – Takes his heart. Put some voodoo on him. Puts his heart down in the chamber. <laughs> but yeah, again, you can uh, check out all of that at greetingsfromstorybrook.com in this week's uh, episode 52 show notes. 52. 52. 52. Wow. 52 episodes. It's Intense. Crazy, man. I know. I know we're going to be at 100 before we know it. Oh, no. Especially if we actually do the commentaries over the break. Like, Yeah, we're <laughs> talking, talking about, about it again. We're talking about we are, it. Yeah, actually, if anyone uh, wants to write in and uh, let us know episodes you'd like us to do commentaries for, because we got we've, we did the pilot commentary last year. And that was very well received, Every couple actually. months we hear someone goes back and listens to it and they like it. So I think we should do some more. We definitely. should do more. Yeah, so uh, you know, definitely get a hold of us and let us know what episode you'd like us to do. Way you can do that, you can email us greetings from Storybrook at gmail.com. You can tweet us at GF Storybrook. Uh, you can go to our Facebook, which is always hopping a lot of it's good. It's very dis- busy lately. I like it. Yeah, it's not even just a bunch of posts from us. A lot of people post there. A lot of people have discussions in our posts or other people's posts there. Uh, it's a very active uh, forum for uh, listeners to Greetings from Storybrook. That's Facebook.com slash Greetings from Storybrook. And you can leave us a voicemail, 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Now, you want to go ahead and take the first letter, Amory? All right. The first letter is from Elizabeth Swan. Good name. I like it. Hey, guys. Before anything else, congratulations, Josh Dallas and Ginny Goodwin. Woohoo. Woohoo. 
Um, anyway, so while there, this was a good episode, it was very slow and it seemed that everything was resolved too quickly until the end of this episode. Also bothered me because things just seemed to be far too easy like the adoption agency gives you a child after almost no background check whatsoever. And the forgetting potion seemed like such a plot device. Like why couldn't Regina just do that with Snow? If she forgot <laughs> her feud with Snow, so many lives could have been saved. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I – Shoot, the one thing I did love was Neil hugging Rumpel, allowing him to be called Bay, which, ladies and gentlemen, is called character development. Um, <laughs> the Neil Henry hug um, made me smile, too. So basically every scene with Neil and all the flashback scenes, except the last one in the crypt, were great. So after much thought, I give this episode 82 shady adoption agencies out of 100 <laughs> shady adoption agencies. We didn't really read ahead, yeah, but you're did, awesome. That's the first time somebody's called it. Yeah, actually, unlike other weeks, Amory actually assembled all of the letters and everything this week. So I didn't even know that when I did it. So congratulations. You correctly predicted <laughs> You'll win the prize. My um, arbitrary scale. No, but uh, the the whole potion thing. She did- wasn't done. She has oh. one last line. Sorry. To sum it up in the words of Emma Swan, let's get the hell out of Neverland. Hugs and kisses. <laughs> there you go. Now you can talk. What I was going to say is that the whole forget me not potion uh, kind of struck me as a little weird too, just because it seems like why even give her that knowledge if you're just going to take it away right. in the same episode? But I think it, it was to get John and Michael in there. Well, that uh, explain where or that and to kind of show that she made a choice in accepting him. Henry even when she found out what he was, what that was going to bring into her life eventually. You know the whole thing. So, right. but still, it's it it did seem a little weak sauce. But I might be more forgiving for it just because I'm a big comic book fan, and that's pretty much standard. Yeah, standard procedure. Mine swaps all around. Nice. Actually, do you think you could go? Ahead? I got it. You talk too much. <laughs> I have. <clears throat> hey, Bill and Anne Marie. First, I would like to say that I look forward to your podcast each week. Thanks. Thank you. Since it does get me through my work day. For the last few weeks, I've been enjoying hearing you guys participate. Participate in debate whether Hook or Neil will end up with Emma. For the record, I do prefer to be neutral, but I admit I am leaning towards Team Memory. Bring it back the hashtag. Um, Since this has been talked to death, I will skip most of the usual arguments that help support Neil and Emma coming together. But I would like to point out one thing. Captain Hook spent the last 300 years seeking revenge on Rumpel because he killed Mila. It is pretty unbelievable to believe that he spent the majority of his life trying to avenge his love's death and that now he is randomly ready to be in a relationship with someone else. I know that he does feel attracted to Emma, but at the moment it appears that if Emma is potentially Hook's rebound girl and <laughs> girlfriend, um, I need to see more before I can be con- become convinced that he is ready for another relationship with another person. I'd like to speak to that a little uh, bit. I'm sure you would. Uh, no, I, I would just <laughs> like to say that I think – and I think this was addressed properly in an episode last season too – was that Hook was – you know, that 300 years he was spending dwelling on revenge and everything. And then he he saw what revenge or the need for revenge had done to Regina last season. And he realized it wasn't worth it. Right. And so I think at this point, you know, he he's willing to just let go of the whole thing. I mean, obviously, he still has love in his heart for Mila. He always will. Right. But at this point, he's he's willing to just move on 
from the whole situation, you know, as much as you can when you're stranded on an island with the guy you were trying to kill for 300 years. You have to work Trying together. to save his grandson. Yeah. Uh, Which is the girl you're trying to court's son. Son. Let's yeah. talk about that. It's no. complicated. Anyway, <laughs> moving on, I think last night's episode was fantastic since it did a lot of great movements and it had a surprising twist. The one that I found – wait. The one that I found to be the one which I found to be the most intriguing hmm, was when Regina created the potion while the curse was still enacted. This moment showed me that potion making is more like alchemy and chemistry because with the right magical ingredients, this can be practiced anywhere. I enjoy the concept of how you don't need magical ability to perform a specific area of magic, that all you need is the knowledge and the skills to follow a specific set of procedures. While I would be wrong with my conclusion, while I could be wrong with my conclusion, but I found that it is the most logical explanation as to what was occurring in the scene. Sorry, apparently I can't talk either. <laughs> um, and no point before, during, or after this episode was I looking to learn anything new about Once Upon a Time's version of potion making. But I felt the creators adding this moment made this episode a bit more special in my mind. Sincerely, Mystic Wolf. <laughs> Thank you, Mystic Wolf. Um, <laughs> no, I, I also thought it, thought it – didn't Regina bring just a limited amount of magic with her as she part of the curse? She has an entire crypt of hearts. Yeah, yeah. They, that that was my thinking. Those too, can't was be alive for twenty eight years or was, whatever. Was that she had some limited stuff that she had provisioned to uh, be transferred in that crypt? Because I forget what was. There was some object down there that came into play in season one. It wasn't Jefferson's hat, was it? Yeah, it was. Was it Jefferson's hat? Yeah. Yeah, but there were just a few choice pieces of uh, – or magical equipment that she had down there. And I guess the ingredients for the potion must have been one. They might have been basic ingredients. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to let you get – Not nearly as much as uh, gold has, of course. (laughs) Okay, and the last one is from uh, – Lay? Leah? Lee? 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 Lee Curry? Pronunciation is not our specialty. And this was from a message on Facebook and uh, said, uh, hey guys, just wanted to say I just started watching the show a month ago and looked for a podcast. I listened to four before I found yours and it's by far the best. All the others are really cheesy, but yours is awesome. Keep up the good work. (gasps) Thanks. Oh, jeez. I'm blushing. It's a, and it's always good to have a new listener too. I'm, yes, I hope you enjoyed the new episode. We've actually been getting a lot of new listeners lately. I, they're coming out of the woodwork. We like, have, we have. I mean, I, I, I have access to the stats. You I'll do keep, have stats. I'll keep those private, but yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty good. Not pretty so good. Bad. Not pretty, bad. Maybe not the Wonderland episodes, but. Well, I guess that brings us to the close of another episode. That about wraps us up. Yep. Yeah, almost, almost done with this half season. Speaking of Wonderland, there's a Wonderland thing on oh. the Twitters. Oh, is there? Yeah, it's just a picture. Oh, okay. It's okay. not that exciting. It's not exciting at all, actually. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Live, breaking news. Breaking Nothing. news. Nothing. <laughs> no, but where can people find you, Anne-Marie? You can find me on the Twitters at AMD Simone, and I am slightly trying to revive my dying blog of crunchy, crafty, and highly caffeinated.wordpress.com. There might be a giveaway if you go over there. Oh. <gasps> 
a giveaway. Yeah, it's, it's little. It's little. <laughs> okay, and you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Bill Meeks over there on Google Plus. I'm google.com slash plus Bill Meeks. And if you didn't know, I wrote a little superhero novel called Dog Boy Den of Thieves. Tell me more, Bill Meeks. Tell me more. It's available at dogboyadventures.com. And if you, when you go there, there's a, a form on the right-hand side for a mailing list. If you go in and fill that out, not only am I going to send you a copy of the the cover for the next Dog Boy Adventure, which is due out next month, but I'm going to send you a free copy of 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 it, just free of charge, uh, uh, w- before it comes out. Before it comes uh, out oh, on that Amazon, book. gotcha. Yeah, uh, it, it, I'll, I'll tell the name of it. I don't care. Okay. Dog Boy Danger on Liberty Pier. Dog Boy Den of Monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind me. Dexter Stonehouse is dead, and Dog Boy knows who did it. Um, <laughs> that's a tease, gotcha. as they say in the biz. But okay, I guess that's about it for this week. I uh, will be back uh, this weekend on Saturday, s- Saturday night uh, with our guest Hope, Hope, Hope of all trades, <laughs> and she'll be talking. Uh, uh, actually, uh, we'll try and keep it at the top of the episode. Uh, she'll be talking a little with us about her journey at Enchanticon, the once upon Orlando, a time yes. uh, convention. So definitely tune in for that uh, if you if you're interested in hearing about that at all. But we'll see you then, and I guess you know until next time. Greetings from Storybrook. Storybrook. Ba-da-bum. Burner, burner. Burner, burner.